Hello all, welcome back to the Hey Big Hair Podcast. As you know, I am your host, and I do not own the rights to this music. Right now, we are mellowing out to video by NDRE, because now more than ever, I am just happy to be regular. I mean, you know, I just, I see all of the stuff that the, you know, famous people are going through right now. We're going to address it. But right now, I just want to have a little bit of gratitude just for waking up being me. You should have some gratitude or show some gratitude or feel a level of gratitude for waking up being you. And this song says it perfectly. For me, at least. I don't know about you, but for me, it says it. It says everything that I, that I feel when I want to show gratitude just for being me. And it's such a vibe. Oh my God, Andy Ari is such a vibe. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's all about self-love and just being grateful who you are. I'm more grateful today than I've been in a long time. And it's a few factors as why, but the ones I would like to discuss with you guys is coming up. So here goes. Have to get into a little guitar chill because she just said that moves so wonderfully. And of course, NDRE does play acoustic guitar. Now, this is, again, Guitar Chill. I don't know if there's an actual album that this belongs to. I'm not certain, but I don't own the rights to this music either. Now, as we proceed, I'm glad I'm not famous. I'm grateful for all of my listeners, but <laughs> I don't think you guys want me to be famous. Like, I don't I don't think I want to be famous. Being famous, you have so many responsibilities and you know as an adult adulting and adulthood is the worst hood ever and I'm from Detroit so for me to say that adulthood is the worst hood ever that says a lot so just considering the amount of responsibility that celebrities have for people that they really don't even know is just something I'm grateful I don't have to deal with at this point and um, another reason is because I'm really, really blunt and I don't subscribe to the popular opinions for the most part. Now, I'm glad I'm not famous because we're going to be going over. And by we, I mean me and you, my audience. We're going to be going over to very, very famous people. And I've heard some things. Um, I'm not, of course, you know subscribing to any slander or you know anything of that nature by discussing what I've heard but just merely pointing out some things that the general public is stating not any sources or you know any reputable sources but just people's opinions and we all have one so here goes mine This is Kim Kardashian's fourth divorce. I think they said fourth. I don't know. I haven't been counting. Um, So why is everyone blaming Kanye? I heard that to a lot of people. That makes sense. But when you have a woman that is becoming 
Fetty Wap's sixth or seventh baby's mother or Future's sixth or seventh baby's mother. Those women who are becoming the fourth, fifth, and sixth baby mama need to take some accountability. They should have known what did they think would happen. It's like they go into it knowingly because you're the fourth, fifth, and sixth, right? But now Kanye doesn't have to take any accountability for being the fourth husband. Did he look and say, hmm, what happened with those other three? Hmm, what made them leave? Hmm, what's going on with that? No, because even though Kanye is a genius in his craft, which is being an entertainer, he's not a genius when it comes to common sense. He's not a genius when it comes to logic. R. Kelly was a genius as well, but given a situation he kept finding himself in, he was a genius at his craft. And people love to confuse the two just because someone is talented and we've grown to love them because their music or their art or whatever they put out is sometimes the soundtrack for our lives. We can remember where we were when we heard a certain song or when we saw a certain show or when we, you know, seen a certain movie and it takes you to a time and you have this attachment to an artist because of their art. And they are, again, geniuses in their art, but not geniuses. Because here we have a man who his biggest tragic event to happen in his entire life, something that has that he's never recovered from, was the loss of his mother. Now he lost his mother during some botched, you know, cosmetic procedure. And this is where the logic comes in for me. You lose your mother in a way that is something that you would have gone the rest of your life not caring if her tummy needed to be tucked. That was your mother. You just felt like she was beautiful the way that she was. But the same thing that the woman that you're now divorcing or is being divorced from or dumped by, I don't know who's divorcing who or what, but neither here nor there. You're currently going through a divorce with a woman and who is from a family that is notorious when it comes to plastic surgery. So again, yes, a genius in this field. Yes, a genius when it comes to his art. But a genius? No, because it lacks logic. Another thing that lacks logic is you marry a woman that is famous for putting out a sex tape. You have not one, not two, not three, but four children with this woman in the age of social media. And now he has a five-year-old daughter. Before I proceed, let me say five years old is too young to have your own Instagram, social media, TikTok, whatever, because you are so young and there are people who will the same way we have people who actually prey on adults to scam them out of money or to 
commit heinous acts against them. We also have people who would do the same thing to children, scam them or misrepresent who they are, how old they are, and maybe try to get information from this child that can put her or her family in danger. So I agree that she's too young for social media, but given her mom's history, is Kanye ever gonna be comfortable with his children having a social media? I don't think he ever will be comfortable with that because the link to this Ray J and Kim Kardashian sex tape is a click away from any of his children's DMs, inboxes, whatever it is they can reach out to them. No matter what age they are, these children are going to see their mother in a very unflattering light. They will live with humiliation. They will need tons and tons and tons of therapy. And how is Kanye going to feel when his daughter, what, turns, what, 17, 18? Like, they get kids, body augmentations, boob jobs, nose jobs, really early. And given the nature in which he lost his mother, I'm certain that they have enough experience in this family to get the best you know surgeons and what have you but how comfortable is he going to be with that because I know that he does not believe that you're able to put out this narrative that this is a standard of beauty and your daughter doesn't hear that as well we all hear it us regular old people hear it all the time we see it all the time And I also believe that's another reason he does not want his daughter on social media because she will have exposure to what other people look like and what other people are famous for looking like. And one day, I'm not saying that it will happen, but one day you have to understand that it may strike a nerve in her. It may make her take a step back and say, wait a second, I don't look that much like my mom. Kanye knows what's waiting for his children, each and every one of them, on the internet. The messiness, the comments, the trolling, the the shaming, the body shaming, all of those things are waiting for them. Because you have a lot of people who are on the internet with absolutely nothing else to do but troll and disagree with other people. And I feel like he knows that his children are not prepared for that. But what he doesn't know is that his children will never be prepared for that. You know, they're going to hear things that Blue Ivy simply is not going to (laughs) hear. They're going to see things about their mother that Blue Ivy simply is never going to see. And I, I hate to be the one to say this, but I know that this is why... Jay-Z had to cut ties with him once it started getting to that place with them Kardashians because Beyonce said it, I like my baby's hair with baby hair and afros. So what does he look like sending his daughter over here with these stringy mixed race biracial people and she's going home thinking that her regular black girl hair is something that she needs to change and that's the less messy version of it 
as hell. The messy version of it is Beyonce like, I wish the fuck you would go your ass over there. That's the that's the messy version of it. But I'm thinking that it's bigger than just, oh, you know, not saying that if Beyonce say something to him, it's not big. But I think that all of the mess and the messiness aside, that it's like, no, we don't want those types of influences around our daughter they both have money but they're not from the same class and that's what's always getting mixed up that's always getting conflated and jumbled together that because you have money that you are in the same wheelhouse as me that you're in the same lane or league or class as I am and it's simply not true and Beyonce she obviously made that clear because she's like, look, sis, I don't care who you done laid up with. This ain't gonna last. Anyway, Kanye will catch you when somebody flash that light in your eyes and you get out of the sunken place. Until the end, y- y'all can have that. I mean, ain't that how it went? Now, getting away from that and back to the meat and potatoes of it all, this whole divorce, Kanye is toxic as hell. Let me be clear. I am zero fan of any of the Kardashians. Only thing I've seen is what's been forced upon me, thanks to the shade room and thanks to me just wanting to see some some messy front page news on TMZ. I would not take the time to scroll past a thousand channels on any cable network just to find myself watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I just wouldn't. I don't think that any of them are that interesting. I don't think that any of the dudes they date are that interesting. Um, It's just a matter of, hmm, let's see what's going to happen. Oh, let's see what they talk about. Like, call me what you want, call me what you will, but at least there's a level of ratchet on these other shows that makes them, you know, entertaining. The same way we watch Jerry Springer, don't get brand new, don't get uppity, don't get high and mighty. Fights are entertaining. Violence is entertaining. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but Bruce Willis ain't making all these movies because he's sitting around holding hands in a sister circle, okay? He gives the people what they want. People want suspense. People want drama. People want violence. People want explosions. People want, you know, even if it's not any of those things, they want a good mystery. They want a good a good plot. That show has absolutely nothing. I mean, as far as what I can see from the character of these women, the only suspense is, is this relationship going to last? I don't have time for that. Like, I really don't. I really don't care. So with that said, and with me being clear in where I stand, as far as being a fan of the Kardashians, I am not. I knew he was bugging when he married the girl, but, you know, Kanye might be one of those stubborn types of men that when you tell him he can't do something, that he's going to do it anyway just to prove you wrong. I get that vibe from Kanye. So, again, not a fan of the Kardashians. What so? None of them. I got Kendall, Kylie, whatever the rest of them is. Kim, um, I don't know. Look, Chloe, the big one, I don't know. I'm not a fan of any of them. So with that said, I still, again, the same way baby mama's got to take responsibility for being the fourth, fifth, and sixth, and third, and all them, the way they got to take responsibility when they, the fourth baby mama, and they see it was three, and you see how that went, and you want to go be the fourth, we can't feel sorry for you, sis. 
That's how I feel about Kanye right now. We can't feel sorry for you, bruh. You know, if women got to catch flack for being the fourth baby mama or fourth wife, yes, you have some accountability in that. You do. It is what it is. So that's how I feel about that. And he is toxic AF. When this whole thing started and there was rumors about them getting a divorce, he pops out with this Julia Fox chick. I don't know if he dated somebody before her. I really wasn't keeping up. Again, Shade Room keeps me informed. I don't follow any of these people. It's just something that's that's forced upon me just because I'm scrolling Instagram and I see something and I read it. But it's a lot of people. I don't know what they do to this day. But I know their name. I know what they look like thanks to the Shade Room. No you know, no digs to Shea Room. I'm grateful for the information. But again, I'm sorry that I don't have much intel on these people. It's just the mere fact that I'm not a fan. I just see them because they're there, you know? So moving right along. He gets with a Julia Fox chick and he's like all over the place with her, flaunting her around. But while he's doing this, he's making all of these requests or pleas or whatever trying to get Kim Kardashian back I don't know who Julia Fox is but you have to be a really sad and desperate person to be walking around like you somebody's new bitch and they are embarrassing you every time they go on here whining and crying about their ex not wanting them back sis save face and get the hell away from that man you look crazy out here you look crazy like, what are you doing? You really running around here like you doing something because it's Kanye? And let me be clear, the highest form of attractiveness Kanye has reached is adorbs. And that's short for adorable because of his cheeks. He has really big cheeks. So Kanye has gotten to adorbs, but he's not, he's the dude that you get with off of personality. Like, that's when... You look at Kanye like, oh, oh, he's funny and he talented, okay. But nobody's looking at Kanye like, God damn. Like, come on now. Come on now. And he is 5'8". Not 5'10". Not 5'11". 5'8". Which is short for a man. So with all of these factors, can we, can we just, you know, can we just keep it? keep it a buck okay um so that's how I see Kanye West again genius can't take anything from what he's able to do as a creator period I'm not here to take it from him but you're toxic as hell you get this girl you parade her around you trying intentionally trying to hurt your ex or trying to make her jealous with somebody who ain't even all that and then after I guess Julia Fox was tired of him, you know, pulling all of these stunts and all, you know, all of these antics because he wants to get back with his ex and finally realized she was embarrassing herself. She got the fuck out of Dodge, which, you know, I think she should have been dead, but I think she might be coming out with a tell all or something about her experience with Kanye. And I know it's something that she's getting from that because he wasn't giving her 100% of his attention. He wasn't even faking it like he was over his ex. That's the least you can fucking do. You know what I'm saying? I'm famous. Like, I'm not just some nobody. And I think a nobody would have had more pride. They would have been too proud. Like, 
I went from being a waitress and the first time people see me, you're going to embarrass me like this? I flip all this shit over. I honestly believe that that's how people, you know, who, who are unknown and, you know, what I'm saying, are real people. They're not about to have that, you know? So I don't get why she was there all that time anyway, especially when he kept publicly pleading for his ex to take him back. Like, sis, go hang it up. Like, save face. Leave out with whatever little dignity you got left. But what are you doing? So that's on her, you know? I think it's something that she had to gain from that. You know, she might, you know, be getting some exclusive interviews or something. I didn't know who the hell Julia Fox was before I saw her running around with Kanye West. So, hey, maybe this is a clout thing. I don't know. But again, the level of toxicity, you know, that is within Kanye. What does he do after Julia Fox get the hell out of Dodge? You know, I got you. I'm about to go get a Kim Kardashian lookalike. And I'm going to still troll your new boyfriend. Yeah, I I know that I dated Julia Fox and now I got a woman who looks like you just to show you how easy it is to find women like you. But I'm still going to troll your new boyfriend. And while I was looking at how tall Kanye West is, which again is 5'8", for anyone who missed it, Pete Davidson is 6'2", okay? And I saw them both in the same article. I'm not looking at Pete Davidson either. But for the sake of this, I just needed some shit to make sense. And I heard about Pete Davidson. Now, this was confirmed by Ariana Grande. It's on public record. Ariana Grande said this. She said Pete Davidson got it like that. Like that. So, Kanye, the last thing you want to be doing is calling this man skeet. Especially if you heard what the rest of us heard. Because you taking an even bigger L calling that man something like that. And he knocking down the girl you begging to take you back. I'm just saying. So this, my dears, is why I'm just happy to be my plain, regular, old self. Because we get to have these types of, we get to talk about these types of things. Still have these freedoms. I can interact with you people and, you know, you can interact with me. If you follow me on social media, if you don't follow me on social media, go follow the Hey Big Hair podcast on Instagram. I always keep the latest episodes on there. I have the links. So if you don't follow me on social media, that is the Hey Big Hair podcast IG is spelled exactly how it's spelled here. No extra letters, no underscores, no dots, no nothing. So if you do want to interact with me at this point in time, that's how you want to do it. Now with that said, I have to say this. I saw something and it made me cringe. It really made me cringe and it infuriated me just a little um, you know, it's a lot of buzz, a lot of Oscar buzz about Will Smith and the movie um, King Richard, which is the, you know, movie regarding Venus and Serena and how their dad named Richard, you know, trained them and made sure they got into these camps and, you know, honed their talents and did everything he needed to do to get them to that next step and become the people that we know today. 
Now, before I get into Will Smith, I do want to say that um, I found it super tasteless and tacky after the movie came out. You had his other kids come out, you know, bashing him, saying this, that, and the third. Listen, okay, I get it. Your daddy said he was going to the store to get some cigarettes. He never came back, but he he created Venus and Serena Williams. Like, come on, man, this is this is literally a contribution to black history. So sometimes you have to understand, I'm not even all that religious, but if any of his children are Christians, they need to let it go. Because if don't nobody know, Christians know that God always has a plan. And for that to come about, okay, I get that it's some pain there. I get that it's some trauma there, get some therapy, get some help. But to still be harboring resentment and all of that, come on now. It's not like he left you and went somewhere and OD and that was the end of the story. Because I believe if that would have happened, they would have searched, no matter how deep, they would have searched for every good memory they could think of of their father. That's my two cents on that. Let's get back to Will Smith. He played the hell out of that role. The two little girls who played Venus and Serena, they did amazing jobs. Like, I saw that movie with my son. I was blown away. I, like everybody else in my age group, baby, I was waiting for those white beads. As soon as those white beads came out, the joy that I felt, it was unreal. So, the movie was a great movie. It's a lot of Oscar buzz again, as I stated. And... What happens when there's Oscar buzz? Celebrities got to hit the red carpet. We going to the Golden Globes. We going to the Emmys. We doing this. We doing that. NAACP awards. Blah, blah, blah. We got to be seen. We got to promote. You know what I'm saying? So Will and Jada are on the red carpet. And again, this is what I found tacky. Vivica Fox addressed it, but she addressed it in the Hollywood way to say, hey, you don't want to step on certain people's toes. If they're in Hollywood and they're as powerful as Will and Jada, you might want to watch what you say. Now, Laverne Cox, which is a trans woman, so a man or a person that was born a male genetically and anatomically um, transitioned into female. Um, I believe she also was named Woman of the Year, which is whatever. Um, So Laverne Cox, stops them on the red carpet she's one of the people interviewing people so you know she gets to ask them what are you wearing and da, 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 or who are you wearing you know it's the whole little spiel and she's talking to will and jada and she says i'm looking forward to more red table talks i love the red table talk and you know more entanglements really bitch that's what you're gonna say you looking forward to more entanglements now this this is where we are right now Now, the funny thing is, and it's not really funny, is that you said something disrespectful and hurtful. And to be clear, I know they're celebrities. I know that celebrities have to take flat, which is why I started it off. I'm so glad I'm regular because I don't have to deal with stuff like that. But they never would have addressed it if the story hadn't grown legs and started running all over the place which is what they said on the Red Table Talk. They were there to put the conversation to rest. They were there to clear up any 
inaccuracies or any discrepancies or any exaggerations or any mistruths when it came down to this story that broke regarding Jada's entanglement with August. So they addressed it for the sake of clearing it up and leaving it where it was. But someone who should understand that how someone looks on the outside and how someone feels on the inside may be two different things. So even though they're walking around like everything is cool, you don't know how much they're hurting. And even though she said herself, Laverne Cox said herself, oh, I just thought the entanglements part was funny. I thought it was funny. And she felt like it was okay to say because she thought it was funny. Do they think that it's funny? I don't think they think it's funny. But that's what's funny, is that someone who should know better who should know that how you come across or how you appear to others and what you're thinking and feeling on the inside is something totally different, something that you could be tormented by, something that you may be embarrassed by, something that may really hurt every time you think about it. And for her to bring that up like that in that moment where they were celebrating all of this Oscar buzz, it was whack to me. It was really whack to me. But we live in a time that if someone in the LGBTQ mob, if they piss on you, you better not wipe it off because that means you're homophobic. You know, you wouldn't have cared if anybody else pissed on you. But if it's someone under the LGBTQ mob, you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just funny that you have someone from this community who can dish it but they can't take it. So when you say something that you feel may be funny, but they don't find it funny, it's a thing. It's a problem. It's an issue. It's a reason to shut you down. It's a reason to cancel you. It's a reason to call you some sort of phobic. Are you heterophobic? Is it a problem that it's a man, a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman in a relationship? Is that why you're attacking them? Is that why you're bullying them? Is that why you're humiliating them in front of all of these people that are watching? Because that's what it would have been turned into had the shoe been on the other foot. So the last thing I'm going to say about this, if you're going to be able to dish it, be able to take it. I had to mention that because I'm just talking about the famous people and what they're going through right now. Kanye is a hot ghetto mess and he needs to cut it out. You parading all these women around, you trying to make her jealous, and she over here with her tall boyfriend that I heard is hung, not even thinking about you. You want to keep creating problems. I do agree with Kanye that five is too young for a kid to have a social media. I don't know if North is five. I'm not sure. I don't keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I really, really don't. So I really don't know how old North is. To my defense, I don't know how old Blue Ivy is either. Um... So I don't know how old she is, but I heard the number going around was five. And I do think that's too young for them to have their own page, especially being famous for the reasons I've stated earlier. But he's toxic AF. So I'm just not a fan of his at all right now. And that's it for today. I'm done ranting, but 
I just had some stuff I needed to get off my chest. So I am glad that you guys were here to listen. Make sure you follow the Hey Big Hair podcast. And you can always slide in my DM. Let me know what's up. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you want me to talk about something specific. Or if you want to get on the pod with me one of these days. I'm always welcoming some contributors. So if you do want to come on, if you do want to have a conversation about something, totally open to that. Later. Thank mm-hmm. you.